Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, responsible delinquents, to Minisode number 159. We are creeping up on 200 episodes, 200 minisodes, and that's pretty exciting. Um, for those of you who have been there since Minisode number one, thank you. For those of you who are just joining us, joining the responsible delinquents cult tribe collective whatever you want to call it just for this mini so thank you so much uh i appreciate you guys i really do i enjoy doing these uh i have fun doing them the feedback is always is always solid uh and don't worry i'll, I'll get into the mini so here in just a second but just wanted to reflect say thank you uh and say how excited i am to reach mini sode 500 right because I plan on doing this long term, uh, and I really plan on throwing some gasoline on the fire with this podcast, uh, probably in 2022. Uh, I think that I'm really going to try and push the podcast hard. I'm going to grow the responsible delinquent cult as big as possible. And um, yeah, we'll have fun. We'll build our group. We will build a larger cult following, and I will be the cult leader, and you guys will be by my side, and we will take over the world. That's the plan. 2022, it's going to be solid. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and get into things with this one. Five things you're probably doing that's preventing you from making progress. Um, after coaching hundreds of people, being a registered dietitian, going through all this stuff myself, uh, I, I know the common obstacles for people, right? I know the common missteps. Uh, in, in the last mi uh, mini-sode, I talked about some of the uh, more mental obstacles, and this is going to be a little bit more on the tactical side of things. Uh, these are kind of the blind spots that many people don't notice that I have um, helped people one-to-one -one overcome over time. So with that said, the first thing you're probably doing that is preventing you from making progress is you're not tracking anything. Uh, I know that this one is annoying because I probably touch on it quite a bit, uh, but I think that the very cliche uh, old time saying of what gets measured gets managed is very true. Uh, and here's the thing. If you have a larger timeline on when you want to accomplish your fitness goals, well, then you maybe can be a little bit more uh, loose with your tracking, right? You can get away with not tracking as much. Uh, however, if you've been frustrated with your progress, if you're trying to make progress more quickly uh, and you haven't been tracking, well, then, you know, that's on you, right? Uh, sorry to say, but that's that's kind of on you because whenever you track, it gives you feedback. You need something to give you feedback, especially if you're not working with a coach one-on-one -on -one who can give you that feedback properly, right? Uh, you need something to be like, hey, this is the direction that I'm going in. And based off of these parameters, based off of this data, based off of this objective feedback, I am not moving in that direction. So therefore, I need to change something. And whenever you, you have this data and you realize you're not making the progress that you want, you can change one variable and then you can test, right? You can experiment. You can see if it worked or not. If it didn't work, well then, okay, maybe that wasn't the variable that you needed to change. Maybe it wasn't, uh, you know, maybe you didn't need to 
uh, calories more. Maybe you actually needed to get more sleep, right? Maybe that was, that was the thing that was kind of holding you back with your progress. But if you never track that, you're not going to know. Uh, so as far as certain things to track, uh, the bare minimum I think is, um, the bare minimum would be, I would say your weight. So your morning weight, I would do that at least three to four times per week. Take the average of your morning weight. So after you wake up, after you use the restroom, but before you eat anything, weigh yourself. That's going to give you a morning weigh-in. Do that three or four times per week and then take an average of those weights. And that is going to give you your weekly weight. And then you can measure those trends over time. So if your weight is trending, for example, if, you're, if your goals are fat loss, well, then you want to see that scale go down a little bit every single week. And instead of worrying about the daily fluctuations, if you track multiple data points per week, if you track multiple weights per week, you can take the average of those. It can give you a weekly weight and you can see those trends week by week by week, right? So I think, I think weight is going to be a big one. Um, I think taking pictures every single month can be helpful. So front side and back. Uh, I think another thing that would be helpful is using a favorite pair of pants or a belt, right? This is going to be a good indicator on, uh, if you're making progress, if you wear these certain types of jeans all the time, you're going to know, oh, they're fitting looser. They're fitting tighter. They're whatever. Right. Or same thing with the belt. I think that that's an easy way to go about things. If you don't want to actually measure yourself with a body tape measure, uh, I have my clients do that. I have them measure different parts of their bodies. And this just gives us more tools in the toolbox to measure our progress besides just the scale, because of course the scale can be fickle. It can, it can fluctuate. It can do all these things. And if you don't know how to interpret it correctly, you need other things to look at. And so measurements are going to be very helpful. So I think that I think that if you have never tracked your food before, I think that tracking your calories is a good place to start. So just track your calories, just start keeping food log, right? Uh, the next step, the next tier up from that would be calories and protein, right? So track those every single day. And then the third thing, uh, these are the three things that I have all my clients track. So it would be their daily calories, their daily protein, and their daily fiber intake. The reason fiber is important is so that you can make sure that you're eating plenty of nutritious foods every single day. You can't hit that fiber target without eating nutritious foods. Um, so yes, calories, those measurements, and then your, your, gym progress, right? So your lifts in the gym, I would pick one, at least one upper body lift and one lower body lift, uh, that you were trying to improve, for example, a bench press and a squat, and then measure your strength on that over time. If you are getting stronger on that movement over time, it's a really good indicator that you are doing things right. And that you are probably building muscle mass. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into number two. Uh, eating back calories burned and quote unquote rewarding yourself with food, right? After a hard workout, uh, or maybe you've eaten really well Monday through Thursday, and then you decide to quote unquote reward yourself with more food on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, usually, right? Uh, or you're eating back the calories that you burned on your Apple watch or your Fitbit or your Garmin, right? Uh, 
Whenever it comes to tracking devices, they are notoriously inaccurate. There is a large margin of error, and so therefore it is not a reliable tool. There's been studies on this, uh, and it's just it just makes sense, right? We are very complex humans. Even if we give it data, even if it has these different measurements and things like that, uh, or the aura ring, right? These different things that sure can give us data, can give us feedback that I think can be important. However, uh, if you're relying on calories burned, I think that you um, are doing extra work that is not necessary. And you're probably also putting yourself at risk of inaccuracies, right? So you're looking at data that may be uh, a false negative or a false positive, for example. Um, so do not eat calories burned, right? Because one, it's inaccurate, but then two, it doesn't make sense, right? If you're trying to be in a calorie deficit uh, and you, you're you doing that by, let's say, working out or, or uh, doing cardio, for example, right? You burn 300 calories from doing an hour of cardio, for example, and then after the workout's over, you're like, oh, cool, I burned 300 calories, so I'm therefore going to eat 300 more uh, calories on top of my daily allotment. Well, it's like this is against the point that you're trying to do, i.e. you're trying to put yourself in a calorie deficit, yet you are eating back those calorie burns. So then that puts you back at calorie maintenance, for example, right? There is no deficit. The point of doing the cardio, if you're trying to lose body fat and put yourself in a deficit, is to, to uh, uh, burn those calories. So eating them back kind of defeats the purpose. So that's, that's what I would avoid. And then as far as rewarding yourself, this is something people also do. They think, okay, I've worked out really hard. So therefore I'm going to go and I'm going to eat a lot of food because we feel like we deserve it. And look, I get it. And then, you know, I've definitely done that. Uh, I don't think it's, it's a huge issue or anything like that. I think that the problem is whenever you do this consistently and, um, uh, you use it as more of a coping mechanism, right? I think that eating food uh, can be, uh, and, and having these rewards for yourself can be one coping mechanism. However, it can't be the only coping mechanism you have. It can't be the only food or it can't be the only reward you give yourself, right? Um, Sure. Once a week, you have a free meal. You know, you've 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 been on track. You you want to give yourself a, a little bit of positive feedback, and I get that. Plan in a free meal. Plan in something that you can enjoy yourself, but then promise yourself that after that meal, you will get right back on track. Or use a more ideally, you would quote unquote reward yourself with a non food related um, reward. Right. So you would watch your favorite show. You would uh, you know buy a vacation, you, you would uh, buy yourself a small gift or, or something like that, right? Use something besides food as a reward and you will probably start to see a little bit more progress. Okay, the third one is going to be not focusing on exercise execution. Um, enough, right? So you're not focusing on your actual technique in the gym enough. You guys know I harp on this all the time, uh, but I, I genuinely think that many people screw this up. And I think that this could obviously be a mini sewed within itself. Um, however, the simplest thing that I think I can tell you to do whenever you're lifting weights is to slow down right? That's, that's going to be a huge key for a lot of you. And it's going to fix a lot of your problems because many people, I see them at the gym. It looks like they're literally in a race to finish their set. I don't know why. I don't know why it's so tempting to try and, and lift the weight as fast as possible. They're doing cable curls. Like they're literally trying to save their parents by the time they get done. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I don't, I really don't get it. Um, 
Yeah, so don't do that. So so basically what I'm saying is I would slow down the lift. I would slow down the eccentric of most lifts. So if you're doing cable curls, for example, I would uh, on your way down, right? So as you're lowering the weight down, I want you to take two to three seconds uh, uh, on the lowering phase. And whenever you get to the bottom of that, what I've been doing as well, and this is perfectly fine for hypertrophy work for muscle building, is to add a pause at the bottom. Because what this does is this gives you a constant um, pause every single every single rep that you do. And this creates consistency across all your reps. If you take three seconds down and then you pause for one second at the bottom, and then you come back up at a normal speed, right? So lower in three seconds, pause at the bottom, and then raise back up. Um, you do that every single rep. Well, then you know, every single rep is the exact same. And so every single week, if you keep that cadence the exact same, you know, okay, last week I got 10 reps, this week I did 11 reps and my form stayed exactly the same. Well, then you know for sure you actually made progress as opposed to just use more momentum, right? Because if you shortened that range of motion, uh, so if you lowered that down, but then you stopped more about halfway, and then that allowed you to have an advantage and you got two or three more reps than you did the week before, well, then you didn't actually get stronger because you didn't keep your technique the same. You just leveraged using momentum and then that got you more reps. So that gives you the illusion that you made progress, but you actually didn't. So the more consistent that you can keep your reps and the better you focus on your execution, the better your form is be form is going to be in the more tension you can keep on your target muscle group and therefore you will be safer and you will likely build more muscle as a result. Okay. Uh, number four is going to be, you're worrying about trivial details instead of focusing on being consistent. So this is just where you're, you're focusing on the micro things too much and you're not focusing on the big rocks that matter. And the biggest rock that matters is consistency. So every single day, try to get in some type of movement, try to go on, on some type of walk, right? Get in some type of stretching, get in some type of, of, of exercise, right? Whether that's, that's weightlifting or, or running or yoga or, or whatever it is. And of course, you know, I'm not saying to work out every single day, but get in some type of movement where you, you get in a walk, you get in the stretch, you get in a workout, something like that, just to keep the consistency going of doing something every single day. I think that's the key, right? Because again, you have a very long time to do this stuff. So the key is to build these habits where it just gets you in the groove of being in the mindset of like, no matter what my schedule is today, I'm going to get in some type of movement. That's that's consistency. With, with nutrition, it's usually going to be the all or nothing mentality, right? You guys know I've talked about this plenty of times. Uh, instead of all or nothing, I want you to think of all or something, right? Or I'm sorry, not all or nothing. Uh, and not not all or something. I want you to think of always something, right? So so it's not all or nothing. It's always something. And that just means if you can't hit your macros for that day, well, then maybe you can get a side salad at lunch, right? Or maybe if you can't get in your workout for that day, you're going to go for a walk instead, right? This is where you just focus on getting something, no matter how small, you just get some type of win for that day. And then that is going to allow you to build momentum, to keep momentum and, and keep the most important thing is that it re-ingrains this habit, this, this positive, healthy habit in your lifestyle so that you can keep doing it day in and day out. And sure, you may not be perfect, but you're going to be good enough most of the time, right? And good enough most of the time is better than perfect only some of the time, right? And the last one carries off of uh, piggybacks off that last one. And that is you're not being patient enough. Uh, I think I mentioned this in my last mini-sode. You guys have forever, 
right? With these, with this health journey, you have forever. With this fat loss journey, I know it can feel like you need to make certain progress in, in uh, you know, four weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks or even a year, right? But we have forever with this stuff. So, so focus small, build off of the momentum of your wins, get smaller wins, build off of that or, or whatever it is that you need to do. Just remember that you have a long time with this stuff and this stuff does take time. It's hard. We eat every day. We have to move every day, right? This stuff is ingrained in our natural cultures. Um, so it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult, especially at first, but it will get easier. And if you give yourself some compassion, give yourself some forgiveness and you keep coming back and you don't give up, well, then success is inevitable. It's only a matter of time before you reach your goals. And that is it for this mini-sode. Rate, review, subscribe, like it, leave a comment, share it with a friend, uh, put it on your Instagram story. That stuff really helps. Um, yeah, and if you haven't reviewed the podcast, please, in Apple Podcasts, review the podcast. Give me a five stars. And um, yeah, it just, it really helps out. Gets the show bigger, uh, gets us bigger, gets the cult bigger, responsible delinquents bigger. And that is it. For Minnesota number 159, five things you're probably doing that's preventing you from making progress. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I, uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one -on -one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything you else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.